This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, I appreciate the introduction, and we all know that uh, Yerachmiel Bratz speak, speaks only the truth, so that uh, the introduction is especially appreciated. Uh, over the Hakel Shirim for this year, uh, we're pursuing the study of the Navi Micha, the Mai Micha, the sixth of the Treyasar, and uh, his Nevoah, as we do with every Navi, uh, needs to be analyzed. Not all the Nevi'im of Treyas are identical. We learned about Habakkuk, who was the great defender of Klai Yisrael, and about Amos, who was a, a tremendous Baal Musser. It's a little difficult to identify Micha. The Micha is seven parakim. Uh, three parakim are parakim of Musser, three parakim are parakim that deal with Lassad Lava, and then a concluding parak which deals with uh, Gaigumagaig. So it's a little bit of a challenge to identify Micha beyond that he was a Talmud of the Navi Yeshayahu, and his style is very similar to Yeshayahu. If there's one theme that sticks out about Micha more than, uh, more than any other Navi, is that Micha gives a lot of Musr about financial impropriety, about being honest in financial dealings. While most of the Nevi'im Achrayim talk about Bein Adam Lamakayim, for the most part about Isurim of Avaydazara and disloyalty to God, the Navi Micha, in a number of his parakim, deals with being honest in, in business dealings. And today we're going to study Parag Bey's, uh, which deals with that. We will see later, at the end of his Nevoah in Parag Zion, he, exp- he expresses frustration about his mission. In Parag Zion he says, Alalai woe is to me. He calls himself like the last of the, the figs of a season. Now, the last one left standing. He complains that Yashus is lost, that there is there are people are not upright, and that people do wrong. The people plot one against the other. And I think it's fair to say that if we have to identify Micha and give some an uh, image to him, it has to do with his nevuis regarding, regarding Ben Adam Lachaveirai as a re- precursor of, uh, of the ultimate Chorbin. So let's see how Perak Bayes begins and try to understand the message. Just tell people, be honest, that doesn't take a lot of psukim. And certainly the nevuah of Navi Hashem has much uh, depth to it. So let's see, let's start Perak Bayes. He begins, He talks about those who plan. They plan their, their sins. And when they go to sleep at night, they're thinking about ways to do things that are dishonest. And they wake up in the morning and do their... Uh, premeditated acts of, of evil, el yadam, where they have the power to do it. What type of premeditated evil? 
פסיק פייס וחמדו סודייס וגזלו ובאתם ונשאו. They are jealous of other people's fields and find ways to steal them, other people's homes, and they find ways to take them away. And they cheat, they cheat uh, fellow Jews in order to get the things that they have. So this is a nevuah about dishonesty. So Hashem says, you plan to do bad things. God says, I have plans for you as well. Punishments. The things that will happen to you, they'll take away your pride. Now, this needs uh, something of an explanation. What he's saying is that he's specifically uh, giving Musa about people who plan dishonesty. That they have. And it it's a fair question to ask, which is worse? Uh, people who are ganovim, people who steal uh, inst- instinctively, at the instinct of the moment, they have opportunities to steal, and they, uh, they don't hold themselves back, and they take. Or people who, uh, who plan, do utsu those who plan uh, to do things that are dishonest. It would seem one is more of a Avera of Midas rise, of grabbing. And the other is an intellectual planning of, of stealing other people's things. Now, what the Navi here is saying clearly is that it's worse when someone makes plans against somebody else to plan to steal from someone else. And that that itself, that Machshava Ra that leads up to it, is itself in Avera. Uh, the language of the Rambam is that Hataiva mevili de chimud, vachimud mevili de gezel. The Rambam, when he talks about the Averis of taking other people's things, talks about the Taiva, the chimud, that comes before it, which are separate lavim in the Torah. These are uh, part of the Aseris Adibris, and they're Averis unto themselves. The Ramam says, When a person thinks in his heart that he wants something that someone else has, he's Aiva on Leisisave. And Leisachmaid, which seems to be the same thing, the Ramam says, Leisachmaid is Hichbir Allah is he actually did actions to take it from the other person. So that somebody who steals at the spur of the moment is over on one Avera. On Ganevo, Gazelo, whatever the case may be. A person who makes plans, the Ramam says, is over on three Averas. The Loisisave and Loisachmaid, the Averas of, of having a, a chemda, uh, a desire, a machshava, uh, to get somebody else's thing. And that, that's, that's worse. The Torah uh, sees the sasave and the sachmaid as lavim onto, onto themselves. Now, I'd like to explain for a moment uh, le sasave, le sachmaid, and then come back to the words of the Navi. 
the, the Ramam is answering the question. The Rishayim asks, what's the difference between Leisisave and Leisachmaid? They both mean uh, not to covet someone else's things, someone else's home, or somebody else's property, or someone else's wealth. So the Ramam is answering that. He's saying, one, in Leisisave, is Kiva Shechishev Belibai. As soon as you think about it in the heart, that it's something you would want, a person's zayva on leisisave. And leisachmaid, the Rambam says, is hichbir alav at Someone doesn't want to sell something to you. The hichbir alav reyim is an example, the Rambam says. You get people to, to convince him to do it. So that is leisachmaid. And it doesn't mean if a person is selling it anyway and people are bidding against each other. If a person is selling something, it's not like Sachmai to try to get it. But I mean, someone has something and you do an action. Now, the Ramam is somewhat difficult because there's no Malkus on Leisisave and on Leisachmai because they're considered a lav she'en by Maisa. They're considered a Leisase that has no Maisa. You all know a lav she'en by Maisa, there's no Malkus. So the Ramam says, is Kivan Shekhisha Balibai. All right, that's a lot of shame by Maisa. But the Ramam says, is Dafko when you do something to try to get it. Doing something, that's a lot of Sheesh by Maisa. You get people to try to convince him. So that's a lot of Sheesh by Maisa. Very Shvair Rambam. The stipler. In the Kilasiak, even Bavakama, I believe in the Birchus Peretz as well, the stipler says an answer which should give everyone pause. He says, the Aveira is wanting someone else's thing. Coveting someone else's thing, wanting it, it doesn't mean if your friend has a, uh, has a brownie bar, you say, oh, I'd like one. That's commendable. We look for people to want brownie bars. It means your friend has said, you want his thing. You want the thing that he has. That's loisisave. It's his. It's not yours. You have to be clear boundaries. What is loisachmite? The stipler says loisachmite is also an avera of wanting in the heart. It's a lav she'en by ma'isa. But the Ramam says only if you do something. The stipler says that's a sheer in how badly you want something. Wanting someone else's thing, sometimes it's, it's involuntary. A person just wants it. It's, it's very hard. A person has to work on himself beforehand to have clear boundaries and not have a taiva for someone else's things. Loisachmaid is a sheer. It's a higher sheer of coveting, of desire. If you desire so much that you do something to get it, it's not the doing that's the Aveir. It's love, shame, by mice. But the level of wanting something to the degree that you go out and do it, that machshava rabalibai is the avera. So that hichpiral avreim trying to do something to get it is just a sheer in, in how much a person wants someone else's thing, and it's an avayda shabalev to not to, to understand their boundaries. Someone, there are people who have more, and there are people who have less. That's part of uh, part of life. It's always been that way, and uh, it's part of the 
part of the Olam Not everything someone else, has, someone else has is something that you can have. So that they're both Averish believe. So the Navi here is giving Musr not on the Gezel itself, which he does speak about, but he's giving Musr on the Pele Ra Mishkevaisam, on not working on your understanding of boundaries. You're, you're planning in your heart the Chamdu Sadais Vigazalu. The Chamdu Sadais, the Chimud, the looking at people's things and wanting them is the Musr, although of course he's giving Musr on the Etzem Gezel as well. And that's why he says, Kayama Hashem, the punishment is, Hinini Chayshiv al Mishpacha Hazaisra, Ashalay Samishu Mitzam Tsavarai Seichem, you won't get your necks out of this trouble, Vulay Seichu Raima, and you'll stop walking around Raima like a big shot, with your head high. It's, it's the, the Gaiva of thinking that everything that's available is something that I should have is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, is giving Musa about. Carbon Ayla is Mechaperes al Hirur HaLev. There's a specific carbon, the Carbon Ayla, which according to Yerushalmi, I don't believe it's in the Bavli, but it's quoted, Tysus brings it, others bring it, that the Carbon Ayla is Mechaper on Machshava Salev. And the Mefarshim say here in Micha, he says, Chayshvei Ra'al Mishkevaisam, Pa'elei Ra'al Mishkevaisam, Chayshvei Aven, is that when people are busy, when people are gainfully employed, whether it's work or doing things, they, they, they don't have time for these Narishkai. When people go to sleep at night, people are, when, when things are quiet, that people start to have all these chaloimis and all these thoughts about taking other people's things. So that's why by the carbon oila, the carbon oila, which is mechaper on the hurure halev, is dafka something that the Torah spells out is on the Mizbeach kol halayla, is on the Mizbeach the whole evening. Rabbeinu Bachir says this in, in uh, Parshas Vayikra, the beginning of Paragva, because since it's for Hurure Halev, so it's for that reason that, that the carbon is dafka, a carbon which is spelled down in the Torah, it's Amakta kol halayla, that it's there all night. I want to share with you something, tremendous chiddush, something fascinating about the carbon tamid. When you learn Mesechtas Tamid, Mesechtas Tamid is a, the shortest Mesechta actually in Shas. And Mesechtas Tamid uh, talks about, guess what? Amazing. The carbon tamid. And it talks about the Seder Hayyim and where the Tamid fits into the morning, the morning schedule. It's a Dove Pella. When we learn, we don't notice it because you notice what it says, not what it doesn't say. In Mesechtas Tamid, Mishnayis, the Gemara, talk only about the Tamid Shalbaiker. It doesn't say a word about the Tamid Shalbein Arabayim. 
You know, there's a tavern in the morning, a tavern in the evening. In two carbon tavits. Each is a carbon ayla, which is mechapa, like we say, on the Hirurei Alev. But there's only a carbon tavit shel shachris described in the Mesechta, and not a tavit shel bein arabayim, halaydavarhu. It's very hard to find a farshim on the Mesechta that uh, they're going to make note of it. Also, the Chidah remarks that it's strange, Mesechta's Tamid is Lashen Yachid. The others, Zvachim is Lashen Rabin, Menachais is Lashen Rabin, Erechin is Lashen Rabin. Most uh, of the Mesechtas are uh, Bechai Reis, doesn't say Bechar, Bechai Reis. Most of the Mesechtas are Lashen Rabin. It's strange that carbon Tamid is Lashen Yachid. So Rechida, in his Midbar Kedemais, quotes a Redak in Yecheskel. The Redak is in Yecheskel, Perak Memvav, Pasikud Gimel. The end of Yecheskel is a description of the Beis Hamikdash Lasid Lavai. The whole Yecheskel is only 48 Parakim, and this is the 46th Perak, as he's describing the Migdash Lasid Lavai. And the Redak says that La'asid Lavai, there'll only be a Tamit Shachris. There'll only be one Tamit. He doesn't go into the Hashkafa of uh, why it should be that way. But he makes this uh, explanation. He says there's an explanation of Psukim Yecheskel that La'asid Lavai, there'll only be one Tamit. And the Chida, when he brings the Redak, says that's why it's called Mesechtas Tamit, not to meet him. Because it's just a carbon tonic. It's a, it's a single carbon. Why we say in the Musif, when we talk about Lasid Lava, the base of Middash will be built and will bring to me dim kil chasam. Seems to be a little of a contradiction, but it could be to me dim. We'll bring every day, we'll bring a tonic. Maybe that's what it means. It doesn't mean two tonics a day. But Halei Davaru, it's such a strange thing. The mitzvah satire don't change. And yet, there'll be one Tamid. Now, to be sure, the Rambam counts both Tamidim as one mitzvah. So it's not like there'll be fewer mitzvahs. Still one mitzvah. But the mitzvah will be once, not twice. It's difficult to, to know for certain. But if we understand that the Tamid Shobain Arabayim, the nighttime carbon, is for this Payale Ra Mishkavaisam, this nighttime. Machshavais of Payalei Ra, it may be that La'asid Lavai, when Kinna will be removed from the world, when people will understand boundaries, when people will understand uh, more the the role that they have or the place that they have without the worry about about their financial futures, that maybe then uh, this aspect of the Avaida will will not exist. So it's something of a mystery. That the Tamid Shabbat Arabayim should, should disappear. Uh, be that as it may, the, what they're saying is the Tamid Shabbat Arabayim shall erev as Amaita Kalalayla, that's Dafka for Machshava Israel, it could be. Maybe La'asid Lava, it won't exist as much. As an aside, for those who want to pursue the topic, it's a little troublesome. There's a Gemara in Bayadaf Hay, the Ferish. The Gemara there brings, it's in. Uh, it's not only in Beya, but it brings the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah 
that they were Mekabal Edes HaChaydesh Mina Mincha Ulamayla because there was a Kilkul, Kilkulu HaLeviyim Bishir. The Leviyim on the Mekalkal once, the Edim came late and the Leviyim there are two opinions either saying the, sang the wrong shear in the Tomin Shobain Arbayim, or they sang no shear, the Tumandi Yomarim and the Gemara, but they messed up. By the song of the Tomin Shobain Arbayim, they, uh, they messed up. So Chazam made a takana, Eime Kablan Eides Achaydesh, Minamincha Ulamayla. So Gemara asks, okay, that's Bismarck Beis Amigdash. But nowadays there's no Beis Amigdash. And they still were Makabalaidis Achaidish, Sanhedrin sat for, uh, for a couple of hundred years afterwards. So why not be Makabalaidis Achaidish when I'm in Cholamayla? So the Gemari answers, Gazera, Sheyubana Beis Amigdash, and it'll be Chaizel Kulkulai. Seems to me that that Gemara doesn't fit with this Chida and Radak. What are you afraid? Lasid Lavai. There'll be again a kilkul. What was the kilkul? It was the Talmud Shabbat Harbayim. They won't. Taisus yes. Why wasn't it a kilkul in the Karban Mosif? But it wasn't. The Gemara says a kilkul in the Talmud Shabbat Harbayim. So I'm not certain how to resolve the Radak Chida uh, with, uh, with this Gemara. You can't shlug up a Radak or a Chida from a Gemara, but it needs, it's a mitzvah, a mitzvah liyashev. The Rambam does bring the halachas of Tam Shabbat Harbayim. The Rambam doesn't bring only Hilchas Mashiach. He brings even Hilchas Mashiach. He brings halachas that are like now also. So, in theory, if we could go and too much Rebetziba to the Harabayis, we could still be makriv the Talmud. You don't need a makriv enough to be shame bias. It's possible. At any rate, putting that aside, the, the point that's Dogea to, to Micha is, is the, the severity of the Aveira of Machshavais uh, Shalaven, of the thoughts, which are really what brings about the Kilkulim, people who uh, sometimes people are dishonest because at the spur of the moment they can't resist. They take someone else's cookies or somebody else's things, or, or sometimes I see the the Danishes come in here for the hakel, and somebody, one or the other minyanim, like, takes one. So I don't understand. Like, Gazela, Geneva, to just take one? So, uh, what? I'm saying, it's for the hakel, whoever donated the hakel. Okay, you're showing your true colors. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just wonder that, like, Geneva? For what? For one Danish? It would be brownie bars, I would understand. Danish, it's only one. So I don't know, but people are not thinking about it. But that's a spur of the moment. They're not thinking the night before how they're going to swipe a, a Danish without permission. It's a spur of the moment type of thing, which is which is wrong. And uh, you know, probably they pay for it. They put some money. I don't know what they give the money to to Rebbechmiel, but but the uh, but I, I'm not talking about that. We're talking now about premeditated Geneva. Geneva that's based. On Chayshvei Oven, Pa'ele Ra Mishkavaisa, the Chamdu Sada Gazalu, and the idea of of somebody planning and and doing things that are dishonest, and Chayshvei uh, Oven, he says the woe to you, those who 
who have machshavis for things of dishonesty. The Navi speaks harshly. It's a very strong lashon. He says you're going to be punished in a way that will make you a marshal to others. That means there's going to be uh, there's going to be uh, kinist, there's going to be woe, there's going to be uh, tsaris. Omar Shaday Nishadunu Chilakami Yami, or the Jews are going to say they're robbing us. Why are they robbing you? Because there was no honesty among you, uh, among the Jews. This is the the Musr that Micha gives. I'm going to share with you. Chavis Yoyer, that Rav Palm used to quote uh, very often in Parshas Noyach, was part of his, uh, his Parshas Noyach Shmuz. And he quoted a fascinating tshuva in the Chavis Yoyer. Uh, it's tshuva Kuf Samach Gimel in the Shaz Tshuva's Chavis Yoyer. And a fascinating Shaila. Listen to the Shaila he was asked. He was asked from Chaburas Moichreksus. They were Jews who were in the uh, Shmata business. In the clothing business, a meichrek sus, and shalom dim kan came bechol yaim eitzel bar urian. They also have a seder every day. Bar urian means by a person who's a bar halacha, and uh, that means that they're, they're really from a yidden, and uh, and they're in they're all competitors one with the other. V'tiknus, so they made an agreement between them. Shekol mishpatim shiiplu bein ishlore ayu. If in this group of, uh, of uh, clothing uh, businessmen, if they have any disagreement, whether it's me and Hasagas Gavul, so they signed, I guess, an arbitration agreement. If they have any sechsuchim, they'll go to their magachir, gives them the shear, and he'll decide uh, whatever disagreements they have. Okay? This is uh, obviously very Erlacher people. So they write, he, the Shail writes, Nisrabu Hamishpatim. We have a lot of Dine Taira. And, Vahukhbar Aleim Eitzai And we have to pay for every Psak. Well, it's a lot of money. Yoetzlam Gabai Shalahem. Right? There's always the butler in the background. He says, The Gabai said, I got a great idea for you. You're all in competition one with the other, and you're having Dine Taira all the time. So this was his Eitzah. He said, look, come to an agreement, all of you, that you're not mocked on each other. You can do any Asagas Kavul you want. You could, you could uh, do any Lashon Hara about each other you want. You could, you could talk a Hashi about each other. Be Michael. Everyone be Michael. And all's fair. The, the, the playing field will be even. And everybody could, uh, could be Masikvul. Maminus is Nitin Lamechila. Financial things, he could be Michael. So they wrote to the Chavis Yoyer whether this is something, whether it's a good idea. It's a good idea. If they, if they all agree, why not? So he responds. Nearly, If what you do by being masigavul one on the other, that's a bad thing. There are different levels of being masigavul. 
מקום אוקיי. המייסו האחרון, אם יגמר דעתכם להתירו ידי מחילה, קושה מן הראשון. Your game plan, this Gabbai's game plan, is worse than the Asagas Gavul itself. Which, just in a nutshell, seems to be saying the idea that Micha is saying that it's worse to have a premeditated Geneva, premeditated Be'rodom L'chaveire Aveira, than to have one which is done at the time of the spur of the moment. He says it's Kashem and Arishim. Now he has a problem. He says, In the letter to him, say, We're not looking for you to tell us Musr. Just wants to know, I'm not asking you for Musr. I'm asking you, Does it work? Does it work? So he has a, an Arichas in the Tshuva where he says, It doesn't work. Uh, a smachta and a dova she'en like kitzvah, he explains, doesn't work. Even, even the whole idea doesn't work. But it's interesting. He says, Ledaiti, this was the chait of the Dor HaMabel. Zeh yachait Dor HaMabel, kimolo aretz chamas. Koru chamas m'she'en mibnei she'en noki mehem. Havle kechams in the Yav Dami. They didn't steal, they paid. But uh, he said it could be that they weren't Michael each other. Maybe there is, maybe. The idea here, and the reason Rapam was quoting this, was to say that it's one thing that people have Yetzirah, that people do Averis. It's Yetzirah, it's, it's inexcusable. We have, to, we have to be careful in what we do. But to plan things, to have a a mahalach where people, people think through things and have a plan, have a mahalach achayim, an approach to life where they take things that are not theirs. It's something that, that it ruins the fabric of society. It ruins the, it ruins the dar, the dar amabla is dar amabla, but it ruins the, 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 the fact that a human being is supposed to be a me'en, it's just lost when a person's focused focuses on how to take things that are not his. And that itself takes away from the, from the, from the Erlechkeit. From the, you know, I used to think they wish a bar mitzvah boy be an Erlechayid. Erlechayid, wish him to be a Tamachacham, a Godladar. Erlechayid means an honest Jew. Like, that's the bracha you give? The older I get, the more I see that it's a big bracha. There are a lot of challenges out there. A lot of things I don't understand. I don't get it. People sometimes give me things, and they give it to me in the United States Postal Service, these envelopes that USPS gives out for free to everyone who wants to use it for personal use. Is it worth stealing just for an envelope like that? I don't think they mean for people to use it, or to take their boxes and use it for your own use. Why would anybody, if you're going to steal already, steal a diamond, steal something worth a lot of money, for a little envelope, you're going to steal, and you advertise it? I don't understand that people, they bring to my house, uh, there's a manuscript they want to give me, I should look over, and they write, it's a safer, a manuscript stuck in, they bring it in in a uh, USPS envelope. Probably they meant to mail it to me, and they changed their mind, but uh, I don't know, it's happening too often, just for the price of an envelope. Maybe they got the envelope people, and they recycled it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look recycled, but uh, probably, it's supposed to be Yisrael, 
I just, I don't understand. The worst thing would be if you pull out the safer and it's about honesty. And, uh, <laughs> but people don't, at the moment, people they have mahalchim in life to make things easier. And uh, it's not, it's not the way it should be. It's not the way it should be. It, it pains me to mention uh, publicly somebody who works in healthcare for, for companies and they ask you to sign on hours you didn't do or treatments that didn't happen or therapy sessions that didn't happen. It shouldn't be a havamina to do it. But I just want you to know that there are investigations going on. I'm sure it's not just the Fruma circles, but in the Fruma circles, I know people, uh, someone who davened here for many years and uh, moved away, and he said the FBI came to his house. The moral of the lesson is, stay here, and you won't have any problems. But the FBI case, he called me. He said, I called my boss. He said, don't worry, I have a lawyer to take care of it. I said, do me a favor, get your own lawyer. Your boss's lawyer is going to take care of it for the boss, but you need your own lawyer. He said, it's expensive. I said, yeah, but it's cheaper than the alternative. But how could it be? How could it be people knowingly do things? It's, it's very hard. Now, spur of the moment, Geneva, I think... I'll tell you the truth, I think most of us are, uh, don't, don't fall prey to spur the moment, but the thinking about it, the planning, and, the, and how could that be? How could it be? Very, very challenging, very, very difficult. I want to tell you something that is a Dovapella, a Rambam. The Rambam is in a number of places, Shemayna Prakim, the first place I saw it. And the Rambam writes that Chazal say, a person should say about an Avera, I would want it. But Hashem said no. What should I do? Right, Sani, I'd love to do it. But, uh, you want to eat Chazi? You say, Right, Sani, the Ram says it about eating Macholas Asuras. Right, Sani, now that's a, that's a chazal. The Rambam says that's only by mitzvahs that are chukim, whose reasons are not known, like nevela. But by mitzvahs that have a, that are mitzvah sichlius, that are logical mitzvahs, a person shouldn't say, I'd love to kill him, but what could I do? God said, you're not allowed to kill people, but otherwise I'd love to kill the guy. So that yes will say, right, sani, a master of us so it's a funny thing. I tell him, correct me if I'm wrong. In, in the firmest circles today, you tell someone, eat chazer. Ugh, chazer. I never eat chazer. McDonald's, ugh, disgusting. Nobody says, right, sani, or master, but go, When it comes to stealing, hopefully, at least, people say, right, sani, or master, it's awesome, I can't do it. What should I do? I'll call the rub. He say, no, I'll steal. Okay, I won't steal. It's a kilkul in, in, in the machshava. The Rambam says stealing, you're supposed to not steal because it's a mitzvah sikhli. It's not yours. It's not yours. What do you mean you're going to steal? What do you mean you're going to cheat? Chazer, that's a different story. Chazer, that you should say, right, Sani. I mentioned here on a number of occasions, I have a guest that comes to my house often. Became a Balchuva midlife in his uh, late thirties, and I was, t- I was talking at the table. My boys were young at the time uh, about this Rambam, 
And the boys uh, at the table said, Oh, Chazer. So this guest said, What do you mean? Bacon is delicious. Why do you think everyone eats it? Bacon is delicious. They looked at him like he was from out of space. Bacon is delicious. Now we're supposed to have that attitude towards using someone else's money without his permission. Towards somebody else's things. We're supposed to have that, that type of an attitude. Ugh, ugh, chazer, chazer treif. So this is the, the mental attitude towards these things. This is, it's a challenge. And this is what the Navi Micha is talking about. When the Navi Micha begins his discussion, he talks about the thinking beforehand. The thinking beforehand, the, the premeditated, the, the planned things that are dishonest. That these things, they, you know, you know, Chaisha Mishpat says it's water, then it's water. It doesn't mean that you now do anything in business. But, but it's an attitude. It's really an attitude. My father, Oliver Shalom, went through the Holocaust and learned a lot from it. He used to say that I know what it means to have, and I know what it means not to have. I know that even when you have, you don't have. You don't, nothing, nothing's guaranteed. And his competition, he used to call my helpers. The other bakeries that competed, he said, my helpers, I can't bake for whole Kali Yisrael. So God gave me helpers. Gave me helpers. There was a fire in one of the bakeries. This goes back many years ago. Uh, my father called them and told them that we're open roughly uh, like from 6 in the morning till 5 in the afternoon. If you want, you could use our bakery from 5 in the afternoon till, uh, till 5 in the morning. And they did. They came with their own packages, their own packaging. And they and they used they used uh, they baked in Horizons Bakery for a while. The stuff tasted very good, <laughs> superb. It's just a different attitude. It's it's just a different attitude towards uh, towards towards money. A different attitude. It's very challenging. Today, the the public show of wealth. It is a tremendous challenge. In our communities here, the biggest challenge to our community is the lifestyle, which is, which is the, the needs, what people need, the, the fact that extravagances become necessities, that uh, things that should be for people who could afford it become expectations, the fact that children are raised with a, a lifestyle that there's no way they'll be able to afford when they get married. It's, in my personal opinion, it's the single biggest challenge to our community. More than the anti-Semitism, and more than the, the other challenges, the and that we have, and all these things. Anti-Semitism Jews have lived with in Golis for a very long time. It's not good. We lived with it. And... Uh, uh, challenges and machlaikas within the community are terrible, but we've lived with it. But the heightened level of expectation of, of a, a financial lifestyle is something... I didn't live in previous generations, but I just don't see it. I don't see it. People don't understand that if someone has money, so he can afford to go to, 
He can afford to go to, I don't know where it is today, that's considered fancy, nothing's fancy anymore, but you know, he can afford to go on a trip to Europe. But, you know, we don't go to trips to Europe, we don't have the money for it. There's, like, parents are ashamed to say that to their children. Forget their children, ashamed to say it to their wives. It's, it's sort of the expectations, and, and it's, it's, it's a very harmful thing. And that leads to dishonesty. That leads to people having a, a, a terrible need for, for greater financial means, and, and it's very harmful. So it doesn't mean that if someone has the means, he should spend it. A person's allowed to spend. He shouldn't flaunt it. But it means that there have to be boundaries. People have to know. Leisachmoid, means that when it comes to, to finances, Leisachmoid, uh, there are other people who have more than you. you have to, we can raise our children that other people have more than us and we're happy with what we have. It's, it's, a, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because the lifestyle has gone up and uh, the expectations, the amount of money a family needs to live, uh, it's just, uh, it's obscene almost. And, and it's, there are very few who have the seichel of, of, of raising their kids in a way that's uh, raising their family and running a home in a way that's based on, on what a person has rather than what the neighbors have. It's a tremendous challenge. It's a tremendous nesayin of the dar. The, I don't know what the next generation is going to do. It's not their fault. They've been raised that way. Well, what are they going to do when they get married and they start working at an entry-level salary and they just can't do all these things? Well, what's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. So that leads to all the shyness. Am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do that? You know, it's uh, hide the money and I'll, get, uh, I'll be able to get government assistance. And it's... Uh, Whatever people think about evading taxes, but taking government assistance that you're not entitled to, that's out now Geneva, according to everybody. It's not Torasakum, that's Geneva. And yet, there are people who, who just they can't exist without it because they're, they're in such a, a life situation. So the Navi talks to us through the generations. And Micha certainly talks to us here in America. Is an expression flappushy. Are you flappushy? I never knew what flappushy mean. They should do What's flappushy mean? So someone, I very often ask some of my guests, what does flappushy mean? I get all kinds of answers. Uh, most of them say it means you go to Mishra on Thursday night. But, <laughs> so what does flappushy mean? So someone told me recently, flappushy used to mean fancy. But not anymore. I said, Flappish went down? He said, no, Flappish is the same, but today that's nothing. That's nothing. We didn't go down, but everybody else is upgraded. Everybody else is upgraded. What should I say? It's a challenge, and uh, it leads, what it leads to is not good. The Rama says, Leisisave is alive, Leisachmed is alive, Leisigzel is alive. There are three other areas. And it's a very very challenging uh, time uh, to be establishing oneself to work. All right, Baruch Hashem, I'm already holding uh, by retirement age, and uh, you know I'm not looking to conquer new mountains. 
But the young people growing up today, it's, it's just a big challenge, a very big challenge. And when people uh, come into money quickly, it's the biggest challenge. People who, who, who make a lot of money quickly, it's a very big challenge because the expectation is that it will remain that way, it will stay that way. Very few people have the brilliance to, if they made a lot of money, just put it away, don't tell anybody. Don't tell you, not, there's nothing we in the Ksuba, you have to tell your wife how much money you got. So you, have to keep, you, have to, you have to provide for her. We have five or more than you. But to raise the expectations of a family, you know, money, the names of money, Chazal say, no guarantees in life. And this is the, the Nevoah, this is the, uh, the warning of the Navi Micha. Now the Navi Micha goes on and explains that when a Kaddish Baruch Hu will, will try to stop this, I'm a raw that you won't escape. You stop going Raima. Raima means going Raima, going around like a big shot. Rashi says, You won't go in a time as a Kufa. Why? It's a time of challenge. The, the Sefer Eirech Meisharim, Eirech Meisharim is a Shulchan Aruch Lamidais, is the subtitle. It's, it's a wonderful small Sefer, Shulchan Aruch Lamidais. And in Perak Beis, he talks about Kaima Zakufa. Yes, Arashi. That kaima zakufa is always asr. The Gemara says in, in, in Brachis, Amem Gimel, and Kedushin, on Lamed Alpha, Lamed Beis, you're never allowed to go by kaima zakufa. It's a lav in the Torah. So it's not a strong kasha because pashit means that people are over on it, and Hashem is telling you, I'm going to punish you, Loiselchu, Raima. But it's interesting, uh, he has a kasha. In Pirkei Avis, Paragvav, the Brises of Paragvav, Brises Gimel, we learn about David learned two things from Achitayfel. So one of the things that Rashi on Avis brings, I don't know if Rashi wrote Rashi or not, we have an old rule. How do you know if it's really Rashi or not? Remember the rule? If it says Rashi on top of the page, then it's not Rashi. If you take it above a comma, it doesn't say Rashi on top of the page. Everyone knows it's Rashi. If you take out a, uh, the Mesechtis, what is it, uh, Nadarim, with it's not Rashi, so it says Rashi on top of the page. But Perkeyovis, which is not Rashi, it says Rashi on top of the page. That's the rule. Or by the Ran, you ever saw the side of the Rif? I don't know about the new Gemaris, but the Gemaris, Ladairis, it said Rashi. Wherever it says Rashi, it's not Rashi. And wherever it does say anything, of course Rashi is Rashi. What's the question? So Perkeyovis, maybe it is Rashi, maybe it's not Rashi. Uh, <coughs> The Yoidim uh, seem to say it's not. Nazir, the Achaluk Ideas, if Nazir is Rashi. But um, as they get to us, uh, Rashi, whoever it is, says, Why, why did Achi Teifel tell David? So he says, Nichnas the Beis Medrish became a Kufa. David went into the Beis Medrish with, uh, with his head held high. Amalai, umigdashai tiro, ikonis bemeir. Mikdashai Tiro applies to a shul also. You should walk in humbly. 
That's what he says. So, in Shulchan Aruch, in Simon Beis, where it brings Layelach Bechayim Ezekufa, the Chida, in his Psakim on Shulchan Aruch, in the Shirei Bracha, in the Malbim, in his Arts Hachayim, they ask, and this Chazal, you're not allowed to go Bechayim Ezekufa any place. What's he telling him? You're not allowed to go Bechayim Ezekufa in a in a uh, in, in the base medrash, you don't go by leyelach on mekayim is kufa. It's a mechaber in shulchan aruch. It's a gemara in brachas and kedush. Very stark akash. So I saw teretz based on a machlekes rishayim. They bring that in kedushin, where the gemara says leyelach mekayim is kufa. Rashi and the ran argue. What does it mean, loyela pekaimisakufa? Why? Loyela means don't walk around haughtily. What does it mean? So Rashi says that on Kiddushin of Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, Molei Chalaretz Kavaydai, Mar brings the Pasi, Molei Chalaretz Kavaydai, he says, Nira Kadechik Raglaya Shrena, you pick up your head, the Shrena is on top of you. Molei Chalaretz Kavaydai, you always have to feel that. You, 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 you bend yourself to Kaviyachal to the Tereshchina. That's what Rashi says. The Ram says, no, it's not because of you. It's because of people looking at you. They look at you like you're, you're a big shot. You're like your boss. You're, you're not. You're Meshubit to, to Rabbi Yisham as well. So it's inappropriate, it sounds like from the Ram, that you have to show that you have an ordain. You can't walk around, but kaim is a kufa. And that, that's what the Ran says. Now, if I learned it, I wouldn't be sure it's a machlekes Rashi in the Ran, but the Marshal says they are of an art. The Rashi and the Ran are arguing. Like Rashi, you're never supposed to go, but kaim is a kufa attacker. The Ran says it's in front of others. In front of others. What does that mean, in front of others? The... To explain this, I want to share with you a second question. It says in the Gemara and Brachis, I think Dafyid Beis, and Shulchan Aruch, by Baruch, Baruch you bow down. When you came to the Shem Hashem, you stand straight. Hashem Zaykev Kafufim it brings. By Shem Hashem, you stand straight. So the Kasha is, and the Mepharshim on the side of the Yaakov yes, the Kasha. It's a contradiction to what we say in Yomim Leiroim. That the people, Haimdim Bazarak, Shem, Sashem, God, like Yibam, I know you asked him, be Pika and God, the Bidusha Vetara, how are you? Karim, they found out Pelayim. If I cared, they heard the Shem Hashem, they bowed. You're telling me Hashem's Zaykev Kafufim? You bow. So the Terence is that when you hear the Shem Hashem, you bow. But when you are the one, the Kayin Gadol, saying the Shem Hashem, he didn't bow down. He's charged with Avodah Hashem. He stood, he was like, when you're saying the Shem Hashem, you're there. You say it with a pride. You say it with a, with a guy with a Kedusha. You say it with a, with a, with a, with a Simcha that, you're, that you're, you're saying the Shem Hashem. Maybe the same thing here, that a person is supposed to is supposed to bow himself to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Be'etzem, when you're going 
into a base med, you should do Avedis Hashem. You're going to a mitzvah, if I care, you do with the pride, you do with the shtaltz, you do with the guy with the Kedusha. David walked into the base med, you should do the guy with the Kedusha. So his Rebbe told him, no, base of the Kim, the Halach Baragesh, and base med, is different. But the Yetzim idea of going with a, with a, with a guy with a Kedusha, when you're doing mitzvahs, that stands. That stands. When the times of challenge, even that, even the Gaivi the Kedusha has to be done humbly. When it's a time of challenge, a person has to be understated. A person has to be able to be, uh, uh, to go with a certain aima, with a certain fear, with a certain feeling of, 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 of Zaman Hadin. Those who do these things, and I plan on them raw, they're going to be punished. Of course, to go become a school is always us. But even when there's a time of a certain, a guy with the Kedusha, it's going to have to be done with it with a certain level of Ema and a certain level of year. So this is Micha's talk to these people who are the Pa'ilei Ra Mishkavaisam, the people that he's spoken about, that Achosh Oven, and he's telling them that Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's not Kaddish going to punish you. Kaddish Baruch is going to take away this, this sense of gaiva. What leads to it? What leads to, to the Pa'ilei Ra Mishkavaisam? What leads to it? Certain gaiva, certain sense of a, I'm deserving it. It's coming to me. No Yid wants to steal. No Yid wants to cheat people. It's not. It's not. It's not dashkafa of Klal Yisrael to cheat people and to steal. It comes from a certain feeling that I need it. I need it. I have to have it. A certain gaiva. So Kaddish Baruch Hu says, "Bishas Tzara, I'm going to break that gaiva." And this is the nevuah of Micha here in the second parak. He ends as your, as his Rebbe Yeshaya did with. Words of Nechama, the Perak ends, or the Nevoah ends with Osef, Esef, Yaakov, Kulach, Kabetz, Akabetz, Sheiris, Yisrael, Yachad, Asimenu, Ketzayim, Batzra. Hashem says that I'm going to redeem Klal Yisrael, I'm going to bring everybody back in the right time. And Allah HaPayretz Lufneim, Partsu V'yavayru, says the Pirtzis that happened are going to pass. V'yavar Malkam Lufneim V'ashem B'Rosham, I think it's a famous Pasuk. The day will come when the Rabbi Shalom will pass in front of you. And the Yeshua will come. As I told you at the outset, Micha mixes the Techacha with the Gula Hasida. So this is the long and short of Perak Beis. Agav, I'd like to tell you that Beis Yosef brings this Pasik, B'derech Asmachta, B'derech Jerush, nothing to do with my explanation of the whole parak, but it's a very uh, interesting Beis Yosef. Beis Yosef brings Legabe, I think it's in Hilchah Sefer Torah, but he brings the idea of uh, when to take off tefillin, when you daven shachris, you daven shachris with tefillin, when to take off. So the Beis Yosef brings that uh, you're not supposed to take off your, your tefillin in front of a Sefer Torah. In front of somebody has to take off his tefillin when the lady is going, I should walk out to take off. Lo yigalo rashim, not supposed to... Uh, Take off, and God, this says in front of your Rebbe, you're not supposed to take off your, your, your tefillin 
It once happened, for whatever reason, after Shachris, I was talking to Rav Palm and I asked the Mechila, I was, uh, for whatever reason, uh, doing it. And, and it's a halacha, you know, so take away, not so take away in front of a safe attire, in front of a, a Rebbe. The Reis Yosef brings, as a Makar for not doing it, he says, Vayavar Malkam Lefneihem Vasham Barayisham. That uh, when the Sefer Torah is passing in front of you, Vayavar Malkam Lefneihem Hashem Barayisham. You should still have the Tefillin Shel Raish on your head. He means when you're putting away the, the Sefer Torah, you should still have it on your head. That's his Remus. Rabbi Yosef, quoted by one of his sons, never misses finding a Makar for Svartik Minhagim. If you read one of Rabbi Vadya's Svarim, he starts, what's right, the Svartik Minig or the Ashkenazic Minig? For somehow he always ends up the Svartik Minig. You'd think, you know, he's, he, would be, uh, he would be impartial. He always ends up. I once asked one of my Rebbeim, why read the Satmar Rebbe as a truva about Sneas? It's always Lachomra. Or Rabbi Vadya has a truva about, about Svartik Minhagim, with a few exceptions, always. So one of my Rebbeim told me that the Makar HaNeshama comes from a Sephardic place. So. But anyway, he says, this Chazal is a raya. It says, Vayavra makom lefnehem, when they're putting away the Sefer Torah, Hashem Barai, Hashem Yishtav Yitfilin on. He says, I don't get it. It says in Shulchan Aruch, you have to have Yitfilin on for the Kedusha of Volatzian. For Volatzian, when you say Kaddish Kaddish, you have to have three Kedushas. You have to have Tfilin on for three times that you say Kaddish Kaddish. So you have to have it on it anyway. So Bavadia said, ah, it's a raya, the Svardim are right, and the Ashkenazim are wrong. Ashkenaz, they put away the Sefer Torah before Volatzian. Ataka makes no sense. Svardim, and this is far, we, put, we say Asher Volatzian, and then we put away the Sefer Torah. Ah, so be a half a meter to take off the Tefillin. So it's telling you, you can't, you're not allowed. him. <coughs> this is, I guess, an aside. I'm not sure that's what Micha had in mind. We all know Micha was an Ashkenazi, but... Uh, uh, be that as it may, uh, this is the Nevoah of Bicha here in Perak Beis, and Bez Hashem. We hope to move on to Perak Gimel in, uh, in a couple of weeks. Have a good day, everybody. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.